millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Saturday's in the books for round 24. My goodness, this is a low-scoring game, and it was pretty uh, a pretty lowly affair, to be honest with you. The Rabbitohs kind of really struggled through the first half. It did get a little bit better for them, but yeah, aside from a couple of, of pretty cool moments, it was a pretty dire affair. And let's just start with, the, as I said, the low-scoring low, low there. Colin Matangi with 51. And there were no updates to this game, which was the weird thing yeah, overnight. Um, yeah, the, the other games, I was... Bit strange, the other two games had updated before, and then we still didn't even get an update overnight. So I'm not sure if something's going to change with any of these scores, but nonetheless, let's keep it at that. I doubt that it'll change too much. If I'm being honest, I was looking at you know Murray's scoring and watching that game, he didn't actually have any tackle breaks or offloads or anything, and it looked like the trails was pretty much on point. So yeah, I, I doubt there's going to be too much change on that one. But let's just let's just focus. I want to need to focus on it because I was blowing up at the time. Um, the Latrell Mitchell second try assist when every single person was offside, mainly him. He was the, the furthest offside who was the person to end up getting the ball. They waited ages to check it. I'm not sure if they actually checked it, but it just came down a try. Both him and then obviously who we passed it to and Cody Walker were, were both clearly offside. And you know, the amount of these decisions that they make where it's like, oh, no, he's, he's like half a centimetre offside or it was half a centimetre forward. When most people are like, yeah, it's a line ball, play on, like, look fine in the in the heat of the moment. But in these ones, when when you can check it, something's gonna give this, you know, whether it's the refs' decisions on on the field, and then that's the whole point of this bunker is to get them right off the field, and it's not happening again. Anyway, it was um what seven points to Latrell, so it obviously helped him out and helped owners of him. The main main issue there is that the fact that obviously with Latrell. Um, I don't own him, and it was probably twenty five percent of the top hundred that that in top thousand that, that grabbed him. So, yeah, that was that was the frustrating. But obviously, just the just the rules for the game, like the amount of people that are just going to turn off. Um, yeah, the amount of people that are just on the edge of not watching anymore, and then things like that happen. Yeah, because I was I was talking to a few guys in the in the group chat, and I was like, well, what if that was your side? Yeah, what if that was against your side? Like they were laughing because they had um, they were happy because they had the troll. But I was like, yeah, what if it was you know what if it was the Broncos? What if it was against whatever your team is? Um, and that happens. So, 
yeah, super frustrating for those people there. Dan Russell was a fun one. He was like seven in 25, 26 minutes and then ended up 48. So, yeah, his work ethic's great. He ended up with two turnover tackles as well. Same with Ryan Couchman there, who uh, had a few interesting moments and uh, one, thankfully for him, overturned um, Captain's Challenge, which worked out well. Cam Murray, I was actually kind of expecting this game, but it was more going to be more for the fact that I thought that the Bunnies would kind of roll over him and, and he wouldn't need to play massive minutes. So he didn't get the 80 this time, the 67, but... Um, yeah, he ran the ball enough, you know, 123 metres there, no tackle breaks, no offloads, and, and just four in negatives, and, and you know, 38 tackles, given that um, it was fairly stop-start, lots of errors, lots of penalties, and, and the like that you see a lot of these guys here, you know, Cody Walker with three, a lot of people there with two um, in the error count, which, you know, and a couple up top for Kalamatungi and the like, so, yeah, it just wasn't wasn't the kind of game for Murray, unless he was getting attacking stats, and I suppose after the last three weeks of him dominating, we can cop yeah, a type of score like that, for sure. Uh, Cody Walker, uh, the, uh, a try assist and a try there. Damien Cook back to sort of normalcy for him this year. He's going to be a very interesting one for next year as well. Um, yeah, given we're getting we're four weeks out from the end of the season now. What about AJ? Two tries and 39. So, yeah, shows what he can do on a regular basis, even when he's scoring tries. Jacob Little, for those who still own him, 36 and a 59. So a few less minutes this week and just not much happening on the attacking side. They're much more of a dangerous side when he's out and running. Um, I believe anyway. Molo 36, thought you'd probably get a, little, a few more points, better PPM with his minutes available. You had Billy Burns with 35. So the last two weeks haven't been as good for him. Came out of the box really firing. And I think, you know, something to note week to week, guys, and, and season to season. Look at it in blocks of like four, four or six. And if guys are absolutely dominating and they're making lots of tackles and they're working really hard, especially if they're not used to it, yeah, you can look at like guys like you know, Isaiah Yo, who's obviously clearly used to it, the 80, and he wants the 80 each and every week, where some guys just aren't, um, especially at this you know, NRL level, if he's been playing reserve grade, comes out and he's fit and firing and he's he's ready to go and, and he's pushing for a spot. He's got his spot now and, and things have just dropped off a little bit. And it could just be through fatigue. It could just be through um, you know, being confident in your, having your spot on the side. There's something to note. I want to look at a bit further next year as well. Um, and something I think you should as well. It's just you know, guys going on runs, not because of just like luck or anything. It's more because of, you know, they're, they're out, they're fit, they're firing, and then they kind of fall off fatigue-wise a little bit. Um, so, yeah, it'd be cool to have a little look at that going into next year. Uh, Talos Duncan, I think he's a really, really special player. He's going to be very, very good. Uh, he's someone that we need to look at for the future and could be one for next year. The main issue here is what they end up pricing him at. If he plays the next few games and, and does pick up some 30-odds, then then he could be priced way too high, unfortunately. Um, yeah, but if he's, I feel like if he's... If there's a injury to like a Cam Murray or one of those big minute middles, then, then he's going to be the next guy uh, off the rank, that's for sure. But they do have a bunch of guys injured at this stage uh, with Sele, with Totola out and the like. Uh, Sloan showed, yeah, definitely some ability in certain points. Tass with 28. Yeah, a little bit low for him, but yeah, it did have a line break. And a tries this just four missed tackles and a, and a penalty. Cooked him a little bit. You had Lovett, who we, yeah, we just mentioned for yeah, one or two weeks there. Um, that's it. That's that game. There's yeah, not much, too much fantasy relevance there. I only had the one player myself. Tigers up against the, the Warriors, the Wars. So they got the win. Wasn't super pretty, but um, they got there. And the Tigers actually played solid in, in a lot of parts of that game, which was nice for them. Adam Fennell Blake, a lovely try to finish things off. And yeah, there's there's another one of those guys over the last two weeks, a 50-odd last week into a 76. So a very, very lovely average there in the mid to high 60s uh, across those two weeks, which is lovely, in the mid-60s, I should say, um, which is great, exactly what you would have hoped for. And if you, um, yeah, we thought he might be able to get a try or two over the last five weeks, and, and there's uh, there was one of them there for sure. 
The big news of this game was Isaiah Papali'i. After his 39 last week, a big, big improvement with his 62. So back to that 50 average across the two weeks, which is you know, really all I'm hoping for from this uh, point on. And there were so many times where like, it was obviously a, a whack to the a whack to the throat of uh, of Wade Egan, unfortunately. Um, yeah, and then yeah, Appy was in there going, "Oh, that was the same thing that happened to me," which was funny, um, but so true. Like I, they giving some of them on report, some of them sin bins. Uh, I, I can't really work it out what's going on. Like all of them have been extensions, and yeah, I don't know. It's hard to work out because obviously there's height differences, and and yeah, you're allowed to kind of have your bumper bar up, but it's like, can you push out with your elbow? Can you push out with your hand? I'm not, you know, there's, there's a little bit of a gray area with that. And it's obviously based on height. Like if, you know, if Tino's doing it to Appy, then it's straight at his neck height. Um, if he does it to a bigger man, that's why you don't see many concussions from these bigger guys. It's mainly the smaller guys. And that's definitely something to look at um, with your teams week to week and, and year to year as well, is uh, do you select that smaller guy um, just for a safety reason, do you go for one of the bigger guys? That's why you see, you, you see Pan Haas never get concussed. You don't see Tino copping a, copping a head knock and the like there. So anyway, big, big um, important one from from Papali to get this score. What I was meaning is he was just throwing himself at tackles. And after that incident, I was just I was just waiting for him to come up um, and get whacked. But he ended up copping one. Uh, looked like maybe it wasn't flush in the neck uh, or in the throat. Anyway, it was in the neck, but... Um, lucky for that he you know, was able to keep going and a big score of 62 in that one there. Dane Laurie showed some of his skill, my goodness, there. Incredible work. Three tries and a try, basically you know, keeping keeping the Tigers together, to be honest with you, in this one. So he did a really, really good job for 59 points. Appy Coruscant worked really hard for his 56 and obviously three goals as well. As I was saying, the last few weeks, he's that kind of looper guy week to week and uh yeah low one last week massive one a couple of weeks ago 56 in this one there Tohu Harris there the 56 so just keeps getting lucky with um yeah positioning oh he's putting himself in the position I just mean that the defense like they were up by four at this time the Warriors you would have expected some better defense from the Tigers but that was piss poor and yeah you got one-on-one -on -one with I don't know who was it Dan Laurie maybe someone someone's a lot smaller than, than him anyway like a meter out from the line and Tohu just finding the line at the moment. Very, very good work from him. So a save score and played the full 80, which was interesting. So obviously with the closer game, they're like, yep, you're, you've had your rest over certain weeks and we want to make... A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Make sure we win this game, and and uh, yeah, this is a good one, good one to get. So, what well on for Tohu there? Bateman had a couple of good runs as well, so he had a line break and a line break assist. Actually, yeah, that's what something I want to um, talk about because both Tohu and Bateman 
obviously owned Bateman. I don't own Tahul there, but the the pass that he threw for Mitch Barnett that went he went straight through and then yeah it goes on to to a try from Metcalf I believe at the start. How Tahul only gets two points for that is ridiculous. Like it's an incredible play, and to only get two points is very very sad. And, and then Bateman had a lovely ball through as well. I think Laurie or one of the boys ended up scoring on the on the end of it um, with a few more passes. But um, yeah, just crazy that that's only two points. Just terrific, you know, poetry in motion football um, with those kind of passes, those short passes through the line from big men is very impressive. And um, yeah, that was that there. With Bateman, we'll take the 55 after last week. Didn't get moved into the centres, thank goodness. Uh, so this, yeah, you can see here just much better scoring across the board there. Heaps more plays in the in the fifties. You had Ford there with fifty three with a line break as well, so still going about his work and and you know hundred percent taking that at six thirty eight k. Johnson, so this is a weird one. I don't know. So no injury. It sounds like did a bunch of his good stuff. You know, two tries this there, and um, you know tackling was fine. Obviously, you know, good run, decent run meters of fifty nine and, and decent kick meters and a forced dropout. But he gave up his goal kicking to Adam Pompey, and I'm not sure if this was more just a play to. You know, if, if Johnson was to get slightly injured or something happens to him in general and they need someone to be able to kick goals, it was just giving him a bit of game practice and they might have targeted this game against the Tigers to be able to do that a little bit. And because Johnson took over the goal kicking in the last two kicks, I believe, or, or two of the last three. And uh, yeah, it was more just like, okay, Pompey, like he felt solid. I think he just missed his sideline conversion. So yeah, it was pretty pretty decent on his front. So maybe that was more the play. Um, let me know if you if you know more about the situation in the comments. Um, and I'll I'll explain it or I'll you know, talk about it in the next video for sure. But yeah, that's what I saw in that one. Shawnee Bloor fifty, yeah, but for those that did captain him, I should say that kind of hurt. Yeah, he would have got a mid mid to high fifties with a few of those extra goals. Um, but yeah, wasn't to be. Shawnee Bloor, how good's he going? Fifty and thirty one minutes, just so impressive. Just one line break in there, but just the work ethic there. Twenty four tackles, hundred meters, five tackle breaks, and three offloads there as well. Stafford Tyre, a much better game for him. Two tries. Uh, Barnett, a lovely line run, still only 46 in 47 minutes, a good PPM. Metcalf, the 45, you still own him. Clem, he's going to get real cheap, isn't he? Very, very interesting on that front. Uh, Dallin, that try that he scored, absolutely incredible. He's, he's a marvel at that. Um, he's probably, the, would you say he's the best of the game at the moment uh, at scoring those acrobatic tries in, in, on the wing? He scored a lot of them this year, that's for sure. Um, Carl Felt's pretty good at it too, I'd say. They're two of the guys that really stand out. Selwyn Cobo. Probably more a little bit to do with his strength and speed, I'd say, more than the acrobaticness. But yeah, uh, Buller 30. So yeah, a little bit of a fall from grace. Yeah, line break and a try assist and a try saver and still only a 30 is a bit sad in this one, especially when it was a fairly close game. He just hasn't kicked on the last few weeks. And Jess Savanga, yeah, we might be able to get him cheap next year. Should be fun if he gets a few more lower minute games out of him. But uh, again, we keep looking at next year already, <laughs> unless you're going to win the comp. We're looking to get a good rank and, and, and a good head-to-head -head and, and go for, go into next year. Okay, let's finish off with the last one here. And, and Drew Hutchison, what a game from him. It was a little bit annoying just because I was wanting Teddy and, and Manu points. But, yeah, the, the, how soft the defense was and back on the inside a little bit. But, see, uh, yeah, good footwork, good you know, knowledge of, of where the gaps were from Hutcho. And his first ton, I believe. And I was thinking when he scored that try, I was like, oh, he's going to need his first ton. Uh, he was 97 overnight into a 102 with the updates for 12 tackle breaks and two offloads for Hutcho, 160 metres gained. Very, very impressive work from him, from him. I've seen a few people on Facebook groups have him in like position six or something like that, which is funny. And they're like, how the hell do I get him? And I didn't think they could. Uh, how do I get his score anyway? 
Butcher, 78, so back to some one of his best games. And they were terrorizing that that um that right edge defense with Valtafade with um with Nick uh Nick Rima and the like there. So yeah, they really targeted that well with with Kiri and Butcher and he runs a terrific line, so it worked out perfectly along with the big tackle numbers in this one. So as I said, just week-to-week big change-ups from Butcher. And, and yeah, uh, I was a little bit jealous of, of those when he was going through. Um, yeah, he should have probably had more tackle breaks and, and offloads there. Uh, and a few times that he kind of got almost through, made plenty of metres but got tackled, you know, just before the line was broken because there was still someone hanging on to him. So massive score from him. Nichols and Wallace did great as well. That flick pass from, from Jared Wallace was very impressive. Uh, four offloads again. <laughs> He's so good. Tyrell May, another one of those guys that just with that PPM has just been killing it. 57 in 39 minutes. Well done. Brandon, uh, Billy Smith, I should say, 54 in the 80. He's just showing his class. Uh, I can't wait for him to get a full season on the on the park because he's too big, too strong a lot of the time. And and, and they've got a few guys that just run so hard and, and no preservation for life. And <laughs> um, he's one of them in, in tonight's game. And I think could have been a second try. Oh, no, he got one really good try, obviously, and there could have been more. Um, from that, so yeah, crazy, crazy. For those who grab Sulei, he's obviously um, had a really good game there, 52. If he was covering for Drinkwater, like I heard some people say, then happy days. Jermaine Asako, he was like 31 or 30-something, and then massive updates from him to 51, so they missed out on a lot with obviously tri-savers and turnover tackles. Teddy, the 49, it kind of, it, it was a lot of him doing his own thing. He had a line break, he had a tri-assist in there as well. So a little bit across the board, 11 tackle breaks. A lot of it was on his own doing. Um, just, you know, as I said, in that second half, it was just Hutcho going over for tries. And, um, yeah, just just hard to, to get things going there. But a try assist to Joe Manu was, was beautiful to watch. So 43 for him. Again, just still 170 metres, surprisingly enough, but doesn't feel like he's getting that that much involved. Like him, he could be getting 250, 300 metres easily uh, and putting Roosters in a good position. But, um, yeah, very happy for, for Hutcho kind of running the team here and doing a cracking job. Hammer with 32. Uh, they had a lot of head injury assessments in this one. The big one, obviously, is going to be Lemuelu, but we'll get to Brett, We'll get him to him in a second. We'll go Brandon Smith first, which is 30 in 35 minutes. Actually, a good PPM for him, but minutes-wise, this isn't happening this year. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens with Brandon coming into next season. Hopefully, he's very much fit when he comes into next season, and I think everyone's going to get caught in the Brandon Smith trap again. If he's going to hit, end up at like a 35 average for the season, then... How are, we, how are we not going to buy him? Because he'll be cheaper than he was at, start, at the start of this year, which is funny as. Uh, Wong with 26. We had, yeah, Lem with 25. So he's doing really well. He got a line break, um, an offload, and three tackle breaks there. And he's 27 minutes. Did really, really well. But unfortunately, a cat one head injury. Uh, so he went off there. Likely to be out next week. But who knows after what happened last time. Um, and he got to end up coming on and play. Uh, came on and play. So, yeah, he's very highly owned. So that was obviously good for my team. Thankfully for those, you know, 27 minutes could have been like 11 or 12. So thankfully it's a 25. And to be honest, he beat my Penasini by six points in you know, 53 less minutes, which is hilarious. Sanders Smith, 24 in the 49 minutes. He, yeah, he's getting so many more minutes than Brandon Smith, which is weird. So that's that. And it sounds like Jeremy Marshall King is out for the season now. So he's gone skis and there. Harrison Graham becomes, you know, someone that comes into contention. And, and he's definitely someone that I'll look at as a Brendan Hands, you know, quick swap over. And I could likely play Harrison Graham, considering he was scoring really, really well in his 80 minutes. I'll definitely be looking at him personally for those last three games. So definitely have a look at that yourself. Um, yeah, just aggravated that injury again. And then Valtafade, 17. He had a couple he had a couple of good runs in that last little stanza. 
who's got netted him three tackle breaks, but just, yeah, hopefully he didn't have to play him. Thankfully, I didn't. And, uh, yeah, hopefully no injuries and stuff happen um, in this last game. And welcome back to Dylan Arpa just trying to shop blokes. But that's uh, that's that uh, video, guys. It's uh, the three games on Saturday. We have two to go. I have five players to come in. I've got Garrick's 50 to come in still. And then four four players from there. So most people have the, the Ponga, Horsburgh, and Grant. So I've got Max King as well. And then and then Ruben Garrick's hopefully making a bunch of ranks. So I think if you have three, you're going to hold tight. Four, you'll make ranks. Five, you'll make good ranks. Six, even better from there. Good luck in today's. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 